Welcome back to The Yurong Show, where we help entrepreneurs live their best lives. I'm your host, Justin Yurong, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today, I want to talk about the real risks of investing in real estate or just being a business owner in general. And it's the thing that no one really talks about. No one talks about too much online because everyone's talking about the good stuff, all the benefits and the pros and living life to the fullest. But there are real downsides. Even if you feel like you're doing everything right or you're taking all the right steps, one misstep can really hurt your financial situation. And I want to look out for you. And also, if you're new to this channel or this show, my name's Justin, you're wrong, and I've coached hundreds of students to make money in real estate. And the only reason I'm really making this particular video is because I had a student recently ask me about a potential situation or an investment that he was about to make, and I helped him kind of think through all of it to make the best decision for himself. Now, I'm not going to name names, but in his situation, here's the... I guess what happened. He came to me and he said he had this investment opportunity because he's a real estate student, but it wasn't going to be him investing into a property. This other person had come to him and said, look, we need someone to be able to provide the earnest money deposit. And in exchange, we'll give you a good profit right when we close. Now, the situation was it wasn't like a tiny earnest money deposit of $500 or anything like that. It was like a $50,000 earnest money deposit for a big building, commercial building. But essentially, what he was about to invest in or thinking about was giving the person $50,000 for the earnest money deposit, a good faith deposit to show that the buyers or his partner was about to actually close on the thing. Now, in exchange for him giving the $50,000 to that person, they promised him that he would get $20,000 right away, right when they closed. Now, at first glance or just first thought, Sounds like a really good investment. You know, you put $50,000 in, you get $20,000 back plus your initial 50. That's a really good deal. But the first thing I had to ask him is what are the downsides? Like what are the risks associated with this particular one? Because every contract is different. Every investment is different. And it's all based on the terms, on the terms that you agree upon in writing. And so we looked over the contract together and what we found together was that in this particular situation, if that escrow were to fall apart or that deal were to fall apart for any reason, if even if it was a seller's fault or if it was the buyer's fault, that earnest money deposit would be kept by the seller. That was the terms of the agreement. And when we went over that, he was still, you know, interested, look, which I respect. It takes a lot of balls of steel to, to be willing to invest in something like that. But the thing that I had to ask him was, if it was not your fault in the sense of, let's say the due diligence period or the period to do all the inspections and all that stuff, let's just say it was 10 days. It was more, but let's just say it was 10 days to keep it simple. And let's say your partner or the buyer who's taking your money for the earnest money deposit, let's say the 10 day due diligence period on day 11, they decide to back out and you lose your earnest money deposit. Could you live with that? That's the real question that I had to ask. And I think that's the question that we all have to ask ourselves before investing in anything big or new. And when I asked him that question, he's like, I don't know if I could. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's a lot of money, especially, you know, he has a family and all that. It's a lot of money. And for him, I, I mean, he was still thinking it over, but those are the questions that you have to ask when you're doing a new investment. You have to assess the risk properly because if, you do something new and crazy and you lose all this money. Yeah, it's a learning experience, but you probably could have avoided it 
by just thinking through a little bit more clearly. And the reason why I bring this up in general is because I first started to do real estate investing or that kind of business with a lot of paid marketing, with a lot of cold callers and cold calling. Like I started and I hired two virtual assistants to help me out cold call. So each one of them were maybe dialing 1,800 people every single day. So there was a lot of dials every single day. I also had hired a lead manager who was managing all those leads. So once we found leads from all the cold calls and from all these homeowners that they were talking to, he would filter them and get them from cold to warm to hot, essentially getting them ready to sell, and then I would close them. But doing that and hiring those people, it costs a lot of money every single month. I was paying thousands of dollars every single month to do this. And if I were to go back in time, I don't know if I would have done it like that. I probably would have attacked the free strategies because knowing that I was in a new business, I would have tried now, knowing what I know now and you know, knowing how to properly assess risk, I would have done the least risky thing that would still benefit or generate the same amount of revenue, the same amount of returns, which is all the free marketing. And I think we have to ask ourselves this in any type of business is if we can do something and we can generate income for ourselves and there's a paid way to do it and there's a free way to do it, just Think about trying the freeway versus the paid way because I don't care how much money you have in your bank account or how rich you feel. I understand that when the cycles hit, because there are business cycles, there are recessionary periods, there are good periods, but there are bad periods. And in the bad times, money can dry up very fast as a business owner if you're not careful. And I know this firsthand. And so the reason why I say this and I make this video is because I want you all to think very clearly about what you potentially could lose for every single investment you do. And I feel like if you do this, you'll be so much better off. Because like I said, if I were to go back in time, I would have protected my my butt. I would have done all the free stuff, done way less paid marketing, way less paid things, and just tried to do everything for free until I had some traction, and then maybe I was ready or willing to test some of the free marketing stuff. So that's what I would have done in my real estate investing business. This isn't just for real estate, though. This applies to every single business out there. And I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you got something out of this. And if you just want help to grow your real estate investing business, I want you to click on the link in the description below for a free strategy session. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, connect with me on social media and check out the different ways I can help you grow your business in the show notes. Peace.